What's going on? It's CJ the Day Slayer from Upgrade America 2.0, episode 37. Um, like, share, subscribe. Thank you for rocking with us. We came out a little bit later because of work. I'm going to be on the road soon. Go to my ancestral land. Um, so, yeah, we will do our best to get it up as soon as we can. But yeah, we get a little religious here. So, you know, um, everybody's free to believe in what you believe. We're just having discussions. Uh, just remember that these are thought experiments, um, speculation, and just us uh, enjoying each other while giving you guys some content. So be blessed, prosper, and peace. Peace world, you already know what it is. Bitcoin forever. This is Upgrade America here with Leadership CJ Dayslave. I'm Cameron Bra. This is Upgrade America. Swagged out. Kamehameha over here. Dragon Ball Z on your hand. CJ, what's popping? What's happening, bro? Shoo, we bringing it to you live on a Monday. We had to remix it because fellow defender had to work on the weekend. So, you know. That's all. It is what it is, you know, but at the end of the day, remember, this is what pays the bills and funds the dreams, so, yes, this is Upgrade America, today we're talking about, you know, ranting on Bitcoin, as always, however, there's some disturbing news in, regarding PayPal, have you seen the, the memes going around about the lead PayPal? Nah, I was curious. You brought that up, so get into it. I'm, I'm very curious. Wow, I was shocking because this is a huge overreach for anyone who has the application or has a PayPal account, right? So you know how when the, the terms and conditions come out and you accept? Most yeah. people did not read into it. I didn't read into it. Yeah, Long story short, PayPal's new terms and conditions. If you're talking any type of crazy disinformation, they're mm-hmm. going to find your account $2,500. You're like, ha, ha, ha. What? I don't even keep $25 in my PayPal account, so I don't care. But if your PayPal account is linked to a bank account, yeah. they can find that bank account. $2,500. That's two stacks. That's rent and some change that yeah. they can take from you for uh, misinformation. And the example that they're using for misinformation seems to be aligned with the quote-unquote woke agenda, meaning that, how do you say, broader terms of the definition of what a woman and a man is. And people who are speaking against this agenda can be fined. And while I fully, I'm an advocate of all human rights, really gay letters all that good stuff but when you're Mm -hmm. resorting to these type of tactics to uh, push your objective I can only say wow what are your thoughts well I'm gonna delete PayPal (laughs) I mean that's simple for me because I got it I don't use it like that I had my finger on the trigger to delete Uh And I even went so far as to have a discussion with my son's mother in Germany. 
like what other ways can we send money and we're i gotta orange pill her i gotta get her on bitcoin it's cheaper to send it to there but at the same time i'm doing research and i don't know how to convert bitcoin into euros yeah that's a whole nother system we we gotta research but i'm very slow to react particularly when it seems that's what they want I mean, considering that you have all these other apps, I don't really use PayPal anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of like, it'll be one less thing I have to worry about, in a sense, anyway. And then considering the fact of what we do, you know what I'm saying? Yes, (laughs) and that was the biggest red flag for me. Yeah, and and I think we're pretty respectable, considering we have our moments. But, I mean, we've had some stuff shut down or censored but not really to where we're canceled per se so um but yeah it's it's coming to the point where it's not a matter of if you are there's no room for third parties there's no Mm. room for separate opinions that you deviate from the agenda you're you're canceled you're 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 blocked and um man this this kind of bleeds into uh, shout out to uh, you know to, to Mario sent me another article about CBDCs, okay. and we talked to them at nauseum on this channel. But this one laid out a very great example of how they can be employed, right? Okay. Central bank digital currency. You have another flip, and they want everyone to stay home, right? Mm-hmm. So this is how CBDCs could be employed. It's like they see on your phone that you are two miles away from your house mm-hmm. and you're trying to make a purchase. They can freeze that. They can stop that purchase based on proximity. Here's mm-hmm. how they can link it to, to fuel. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we want to, um, to save the environment, to save the planet. Oh, we see you bought X amount of fuel. You're rationing it that way to save the planet. But it's digital currency. That means they can just they can manipulate it from such a high oh, yeah. level such a huge amount of control but bitcoin is the key i'll rant about it more later but well i wanted to touch on something that like take a little detour with the woke culture and the political landscape and i guess that's i would say the media landscape all right i think at least in black america we're like well, like, all right, whatever, because it's been basically hijacked by mainstream media, mainstream America. So for us, I feel like this is my opinion. We're, we're kind of off that. But the part I'm not off is, is there, I feel like it's mainstream media's way of not addressing the atrocities in the history that continue to happen and that has happened. Because this also, if you pay attention, falls in line with CRT, which is critical race theory, which is not a theory because all this shit has happened. So, and it continues to happen. So I don't agree with critical race theory. I you believe it's a on critical race theory for our listeners and also for my uh, my kindergarten self. Like um, really on, on, on the lowest level. I think it, it, it goes what it means saying, to you. Well, from what I understand from it, it's saying that um, racism is institutionalized in all our uh, functions of society. 
And from a high level, I agree with that. And find it naive for anyone who, who doesn't. Like, let's just run through this thought experiment, right? Mm-hmm. You and I, well, we, create, we create a nation. And let's just say for the sake of um, Columbus Day, you know, on uh, Indigenous American Day, let's just say we took that nation from from someone else, someone else who doesn't look like us, and we're in charge. Do you not think the system that we built is not going to be to our benefit and to the benefit of people who look like us and who share that same lineage? And this is just a hypothetical thought experience. And, and my answer is, yeah, I, I imagine. I imagine. And, and that is the danger of the lack of diversity. Because when you're building something with no diversity, then it's just like it's only going to benefit the people who were initially involved. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I just, I just wanted to get out there because I get so tired of hearing CRT we shouldn't have it in schools no you should teach full history like we've already laid it out on Upgrade America 2.0 what full history would look like you take every major ethnic group in America that contribute to the formation of America they tell their narrative of what their group has done within history and it's a live, it's a living breathing uh, history because this stuff changes all the time because of technology, it's basically it's more information like an upgrade. Exactly. So that's a real simple way to do it. Unfortunately, people in power don't want that because what history do they have to contribute? I think that's somebody broke that down. I thought it was a very interesting question. If you've been spreading this mythology, uh, uh, mythology for all these centuries, and now all of a sudden you're telling the truth. And everybody gets to see it not just your group everybody now what what do you have to hang your hat on anymore on top of the um was it the great replacement theory the, the white fear or whatever all that's going on on top of that oh, i don't even get me started on that yeah. I'm but just not, i that. wanted to inject uh do you recall when schindler's, uh, schindler's list came out Ooh, was it 90s yeah, I was in grade school, maybe like fourth or fifth grade, and it was such a big deal on how the accuracy of it, but it was too raw, you know, and some a lot of people couldn't handle it to that magnitude. And um, I think, you know, we're all about Upgrade America. 100%. And it's like Black America particularly the history that is behind Black America really has we didn't even dive into it and I think any just I'm just pitching an idea for a Black tech company virtual reality middle passage mm. um, I'm talking about from on the love or maybe even from before there mm-hmm. and go through the whole thing and let people experience it because it's so easy to just gloss over that period in history like yeah there's slavery and then no 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 people were treated like cattle cattle like livestock 
and, and there is the, the same government that we pledge allegiance to the flag. It's the same government that it, there was no, how do you say, change in management beyond presidencies and whatnot. It was the same government. You know, it's not like, hey, it was, it was the British and then they, they, the United States took over after slavery. No, no, no. It was the same government. And that's why we're so adamant on reparations. And if the only option is Bitcoin, so be it. Yeah. This was an extended rant from my behalf, but what else we got on our list? Uh, oh, so let's talk about Biden's pot pardons. So how do you feel about that? I saw it too, but... Long it's always a catch. Overdue. I'm curious to know what you think. Long overdue <laughs> at the same time, a little early. That'll be something definitely for like 2024. Like I got that that'll be the hook and sinker for for 2024 because the energy is so. It's gonna be a very tough election, but how do I feel about it? overwhelmingly affects the black community. I know not every black person smokes, but like when you look at the when statistically, when you look at the demographics in jail, and then when you look at the crimes that people are locked up for, mm-hmm. it, it's it's frivolous. Yeah. It, it really is. So what what I've found interesting, first of all, it's a midterms. Let's mm. let's be clear. He's doing this right before midterm election, which is next month. Um, so that's one factor. Another factor is they want to discuss and explore taking it off of the Schedule One with the controlled substances. Why not just go ahead and take it off? What do you have to discuss if you're already starting to pardon people on a federal level? Just leverage, off. leverage for as you mentioned for 2024. It's like to get it all done and and in there, it's like it's leverage. But this is people's lives. Like this is people's criminal records. This is people who are separated from their families. Like over over what we talked about sovereignty over self. For no one should have any say on what you can put in your body or what you can do with it mm-hmm. you know let alone force you to, to do something over it and, and, and this prohibition on pot is the such a, a big assault on, on the sovereignty of yourself no you can't put this plant that, that's been here long before the United States government long before the kings and queens and people are telling other people what they can do no it's political and just get it over make a legacy liberate millions of people already and I was I was doing some listening I think it was NPR and they are talking about on a federal level it's not that many people it's affected like in prison you're right I can see that. Yeah. So because it's when kind you think of, of what, it, what does it take to become a to, to get fed time for? And remember, fed time means the FBI is kicking in your door for this site. So we're talking about pounds, if not pounds, probably tons 
uh, yeah. from time to get FBI uh, attention. So while you're right, while it does sound uh, pardoning all the feds, how, what's the number on it? I think I think in that report, two thousand sixty-five hundred, maybe. Wow, something like something like that. That's it. But you're talking about federally, nationwide, out of what three hundred and something million. So this is my question for you, and this we're playing uh, unofficial lawyer, <laughs> but like we're we're Biden to just say, yo, it's legal everywhere across the board even if by executive order i'm asking for a friend if someone facing weed crimes in a state would the state charges be dismissed i'm curious that part gets tricky i think the biggest part of it though is it federally being passed because then the, the states can't I guess, I don't know, trump up the charges, so to speak. Mm. It won't go to federal. The federal's like, nah, we're not dealing with that shit. That's y'all shit now. So something can be legal federally, but still illegal in the state. Yeah, because think about everywhere that has marijuana, where it's illegal to do the banking, illegal to do this, but federally it's still illegal, even though it's legal in the state. Mm. So it's kind of the same concept, I think. I don't know. It's a bit of a conundrum. But again, from a chess move, I get it. And I see the incremental steps and why you wouldn't want to roll it all out in one shot and then, hey, leave something hanging for 2024. But let's at least wrap it up by 2024. Let's yeah. at least say, hey, this is what it is. Federally set the mandate. Because a lot of the reluctancy from the states, from other states who are not balls deep into the whole pot business it's like the reluctancy comes from the federal government's lack of commitment to saying like hey we're not going to prosecute anyone but if they say hey okay ball's good like we we play ball then perhaps you'll see more state i believe that's the last big area to all the states doing it to be honest i think it's up to 37 have some form of legal marijuana uh, in their in their um, laws. So I think it's like 37 states, something like that. Hmm. So you're talking like another what? Um, my math is horrible, but like another 13, 14 states or whatever it is. I, I don't do public math, but I'm sure once <laughs> the feds play ball, the rest of them will be like... Yeah. Because let's be real, we're on the verge of, and they say all this worst economic crisis ever, you're going to have to think about out-of-the-box ways to raise revenues. Then the blip. The blip, uh-huh. on, the blip forced a lot of people to relocate. So you got a lot of liberals now in Texas, and they smoke pot. So it's like, you're gonna, why not get some uh, some money, some more liberal money? And then, um, it is what it is. But you were saying? Nah, it goes back to all the uh, out-of-the-box things we came up up in Upgrade America, Federal Lottery. You know, um, what was it? Death tax was the other thing. Um, I'm blanking. There Death was tax. a mention of the, the lottery where, but I forget precisely how it was, uh, how it all operated. But there's, yeah, there's a great book, yeah. great read uh, definitely implement some of the, these things. 
yeah, federal lottery, why not get in on that? Now you can get extra taxpayers' money or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was like the, the feds would have their own lottery, they would offer a cash prize, and then that money, the bulk of that money would go towards paying health care and all that other stuff. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, that's what it was. Something along that line. But we yeah. go some high-level concepts. Here just I, I, we've been doing this for a while, so excuse no. us. No, no it's all documented. It's out there. Yeah, it's there. All the future. But the next thing is uh, Elon Musk bid for peace. Now, what were you meaning? Was that the thing with... Um, the president of Ukraine and Twitter and all this. Yeah, yeah. So are you familiar with what was proposed? No, actually, I saw it. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but just give me like... A <laughs> Real quick, like, from what I gathered, I think what, what uh, had uh, the president of Ukraine most perturbed is like, he said, if the Ukrainian people want Russia to leave, it should be their choice. And then... Um, because I do believe there's parts of Ukraine where they have great relations with Russia or they may want to be part of it. Yeah. And that was something he proposed as well. This wasn't in the deal with something I heard from another source that... Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, if I'm allowed to say this because I haven't deleted my PayPal account yet. But... <laughs> yeah, I know. I just thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, something about along the lines of elections in Ukraine were not best practice. Oh, you're talking about uh, where I think Russia annexed certain parts of Ukraine, like did their own election, but I heard it was coerced um, elections to annex parts of Ukraine to Russia. They're trying to take the land that way since they can't do it militarily. Um, no, I was thinking more along the lines, and I could be, I could be way off. Mm-hmm. But it was more along the lines like... Yeah, I always think that they didn't have access, the people didn't have access to, to the, more or less the pro-Russian people who didn't have access to vote. I don't know. This is um, not related to, to the peace deal. But anyways, Elon Musk threw something out there, mm-hmm. and he was not feeling it. Ukraine <laughs> president was not feeling it. Yeah. I really think it should be that peace should become, it should be. The people's voice should play a part in peace. Absolutely. Um, um, countries are run by people, not governments. People forget that. They really do forget that. Yeah. Um, what else we got? So we got, we're going to talk about certification. Congrats on that. Pop culture. Was it? Oh, yeah. Congrats to you, bro. Yeah, man. I passed my certification right before Hurricane Ian. Um, it was cool. It was kind of crazy because I was like, well, damn, if I got to retake it, I don't depend on how the hurricane goes. When is that going to happen? So, and I'm on my next section. Um, I plan on finishing most of it today, um, this week. So then I can start studying for the actual exam. Cool. I want to be done with the first half as soon as possible. And then I'll start on the second half ASAP. Once I, once I pass the first half, then I start on the second half. So my goal is November be done with this next certification that I want to be done with it. And then I got two, two more. The best one is two more. Oh, well, slow down. I kind of lost you for a moment. You said you had two more? 
Yeah, so okay, the, the CompTIA A plus has two sections. There's hardware and software. So I have to do two different certs to get the well, I have to do two different tests to get the one cert. That makes sense. Then after that I got network plus and security plus. So which one now which side are do you feel you're drawn to more? To the network I'm Cyber sorry, to the hardware side or to the to the software side? I do like the hardware side, and I, I'm feeling myself as I'm going through it. I'm definitely more naturally into cybersecurity by far. It's like just so, so natural. Hold on, cybersecurity is hardware and software. I'm talking about yeah, software no. and and between. If you had to choose between hardware and software, though. Mm, huh, that's a good question. I would say right now, software, maybe. Cool. But something about viscerally touching things and fixing things and stuff like that, that always is good for me. So we'll see as I finish. And my career advisor said that, like, we'll talk once. He said, you're going to figure it out. Like, once you get your search, you might pivot. You're going to see some stuff. And then I've been talking to other people in cyber, and they're like, yeah, like, there's so many different lanes. You just got to figure out what you want, which is interesting. It's the ocean, man. It's a technology thing. Yeah. I'm drawn to the software side. Huh? So I'm drawn to the software side. Okay. I like the, the aspect of, you know, just code and data doesn't die. You know, you can just create such intricate masterpieces from ones and zeros. Like, you and I, yeah, there's a lot of hardware in between this call. But, you know, a lot of it is happening on the application side. Like, I'm watching you on the app side. Sure, like the, the network interface card in, in my phone is wirelessly sending all this, this stuff, you know? Yeah, there's all that magic too, but I don't know. The app side is, it seems, uh, I don't know. Yeah, nah, like I said, I just noticed even in like going through my lessons like anytime security part comes up i'm like i feel myself excited i'm like oh okay yeah cool so yeah that's probably right i'll go um so out of our childhood we got a mario brothers remake movie coming up that i am going to the theaters to go see like my big grown ass is going to see that shit in the movie it's I'm gonna wait till it comes out the stream, but I did see the trailer. It looks dope. Very awesome special effects. Mm-hmm. So I was very excited. I was like, I gotta, I gotta send this to you because it came over my timeline on Twitter. I was like, oh wow, really? Just like, the first experience with Mario Brothers. Man, I actually had the, <laughs> the original NES, man. Nintendo <laughs> Entertainment System. I'm showing my age. But like, um, yeah, that dun 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 dun. Yeah. Eight bits. Yeah. Like, just, it's funny because you learn about Moore's Laws and Exponential Growth. And it's like, I watched Mario evolve from eight bits to 16 bits don't really recall the 32-bit, but I had that Nintendo 64. 64 and it was bit. like, yeah. just the evolution was great. And then 
that's kind of what the graphics remind me of, of this from N64. But what's your relationship with the, the Nintendo Mario? Man, I just remember first getting it. I remember the, uh, I remember the rush of hooking it up initially. I remember when you went somewhere and you wanted to take your game system, but you had to have the TV had to have that hookup in the back, and you got to be able to switch the channels. I remember that was everything. If you could find a TV that had the hookup, ah oh, man, you were golden. Is that where most? Uh young men got their technical skills from from how to uh, hook up video games and stuff like that like oh when grandma wants you to program the how do you say the universal remote not so much luck but when we have to play Tekken like oh yeah we'll figure it out (laughs) I remember that the universal remote I remember blowing out the cartridges when they're malfunctioning you know when it gets stuck you had to keep playing with it i remember duck hunt um shooting with the little orange and gray gun Uh, um, these kids don't even know what it means to have to go to the store and purchase a game they just download the games and stuff now going looking through the little book before you even turn it on like yeah and then description of the game you had to look at the description like okay man yeah uh what's the other thing i'm trying to think same thing with pcs you know i remember our first hp compact we had a compact i had to set that up i had to set the printer up i remember i had to set up the internet like i i I think about i've always been an it I mean, as a millennial, we're elder millennials. <laughs> so we open in IT, to be honest. When you think about it, yeah. But, um, yeah. It just goes to show we are getting... We're merging with tech. And, you know, that was like... When I got out and I knew I didn't want to do the whole gunslinger career, I'm like, well, I thought about medical and like, yeah. But my like, technology is like it's always evolved, and mm-hmm. you know that's where that's where we're in, we're in it. But what so, else we got yeah. on uh, pop culture, man? Um, so I want to oh, well. out this book. Oh yeah, do that. How you okay. said the highest top the pyramid, behold the black animal, Christ. So it's a uh, <laughs> it is a science fiction novel, more or less on what we discussed last week on uh, Revelations, the return oh, of, yeah, yeah. of Jesus for an extraterrestrial force and how a government would handle it. And this sitting government is choosing not to view it as the return of the Messiah, rather that they're viewing it as an extraterrestrial force. Like that's coming to just mash up the earth and reclaim, reclaim the earth. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's inspired by Revelations. Very great read, available on Amazon Kindle. What else is on your show? Yeah, I, I gotta hop there. Um, pop culture, Tandem, my now, one. Huh? Oh, no, I'm saying it's, uh, it's physical now, man. Like, yeah, I, I know a lot of people don't like to buy ebooks or, uh, you know, digital books, but, like, <laughs> Yeah. I, I'm converting all my ebooks into physical books, man. And uh, we're going to send, there's some other, you know, Lamp I mentioned, and then also Flawless. We got a book in development as well. 
we're going to put them into some county jails and then circle them among there because you know the free people they don't read your books but people who are locked up have nothing but time and will, will gladly read these masterpieces and works yeah. for so you know if there's any black artists who have some ebooks and would like to convert it to a uh, not even just black artists any artists any authors you know mm-hmm. you want to participate in the project hit me up and you know make it happen yeah um that's dope, man. Stay moving the culture, man. Upgrade America 2.0. No, I lost my son. <laughs> nah, um, as far as pop culture, um, my team won. I watched the game, Clemson Tigers football. Um, so I was good, satisfied with how they played eventually. They had a slow start. Um, what else have I been watching? Uh, I feel like I caught up on something. The Rookie I watched is a Um It's a very good, I, I tell you about that show because they tackle every aspect of society, so I like that. And they got a really good serial killer on there on that show right now. She's brilliant. I'm like, man. She's, <laughs> she's a female serial killer. Yeah, she's hideous, man. I'm talking I'm about. curious why and I'm pretty sure there have been. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just have historically, are there any um, yeah. female? There's a few. Yeah, yeah, there's a few. Uh, probably, I mean, the real infamous ones, if, if I had to put a number on it. I could see them being very effective at learning. Absolutely. Hell. Um, I think it's at least a good. I'll, I'll say, all right, I'll just narrow it down to the states. At least a good 10 to 20. Okay, so then let's revamp that. Is there a good movie? Oh, I don't know. That I, I have no idea. Yeah, no, I need to write me a script because I can see that. Like playing a woman playing the victim or even a woman flirting with the. Oh, I do believe I wrote that in the book. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, got a, my book has a, a female serial killer. But, uh, <laughs> it's deep, yeah. man. It's deep. But um, no, I'm just curious. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty well. Oh, okay. I, found, I found another little hack today. I kind of just stumbled. You live in somewhere tropical. You can wear swim trunks as your regular shorts. They're comfortable. They're airy, and they got pockets now. <laughs> Getting ready to say, and they tend with um, they tend to have those the zippers too, unless yeah. they secure. Uh, make sure they're secure and they come in a lot of colors and they're affordable (laughs) i may have to use that like that i'm not in the tropics but i do have a summertime (laughs) um oh so you want to talk about um the dark knight joker psychological profile i watched that video very interesting yeah so that was really dope i saw a really cool video they're breaking down the psychological profile of the joker the dark knight's joker in particular and that Joker arguably was probably one of the best performances. Absolutely. And he, to me, he was very unique from the scars and, and even to his mannerism. Without going too deep into Jungianism and psychology, like the person who made the video suggesting that the Joker is a military veteran. And that's why he had his hand-to-hand combat skills. 
was proficient in uh, with so much weapons, and even uh, those scars could even be more. And then there was a, he even mentioned it once. He was like, you know, they expect gangbangers to get killed, and they expect soldiers to get killed, you know. But then the person who made the video suggesting that he, when he was talking about the soldiers, he was talking about himself, and that's where he got his military training. And whatnot. Moreover, that's where he got his post-traumatic stress, because he was suggesting that he doesn't have he, the Joker, is not a psychopath. In that uh, particular film, he has very severe PTSD, and that was like, wow. And when you when you break it down and you analyze it, and it's it's a very interesting perspective. But what what are your thoughts then? No, never. I never seen that coming, but but we kind of talked a little bit before we got on that um, it makes sense in that Dark Knight one because he's just so tactical, you know. He did the, the, the you know he did diversions, he did um, psych ops, he did um, shock and awe, you know, with Brandon yes. Lee. That shock and awe, right? There, what? You know, like wait a minute, you know, always willing to martyr himself, basically. Um, just all these different times sitting here going down the list like man that's brilliant I was like and I thought about what did we get trained on all that shit right? <laughs> propaganda psych ops you know state sponsored different types of terrorism like all our training I remember CBT click the death but still like <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> yeah. so having that not that knowledge and, and background mm-hmm. on it, but uh, yeah, maybe see the film differently, and mm-hmm. also it's just like on a hyperbolic scale, you know, we have a lot of that's uh, from you know what over what, thirty Afghanistan was over twenty years of war itself you know so it's like we have a lot of wounded warriors and it's like the archetypes that that becomes you know like the the joker is just a hyperbolic example you know that particular case but um america needs more mental health that's the world does really but upgrade america america needs more mental health Nah, you know, we, we're getting there. Think about from when we got out, right? I can I got out of 08 till now. How much emphasis was put on mental health? Like, what is it? That 211 number, 288 number came out for mental health calls or whatever nationwide not too long ago. I forgot the number exactly, but um, so it's, it's coming around. It just, it's like you're turning a, a, a cruise ship. You know, it's slow it's a slow process but I, th- I would think I think the blip actually um, sped it up because it, it affected everybody so now everybody's crying now. mental health mental health so now you can't ignore it because it's, it's affected everybody so a blip actually in that regard is a good thing because it sped it up yeah if you got that exposure I suppose I was gonna say something else too about that mental health thing. I can't remember now. 
but um the other the other thing you're talking about the book review what book review were you talking about? Um yeah. <laughs> this book review. Okay. And I already shouted it out, you know, the eye atop the pyramid, you know, the black antichrist, revelation, biblical sci fi. Yeah, check it out. Okay. Um, what else we got on the, on the outro? Oh, yeah, you got Mario's reply. And so this is what I've been reading. As far as we're comparing books, uh, it's medical apartheid. It's the history of uh, dark history of medical experimentation on black Americans from colonial times to present. It is very intense. Very intense. Now that's a, <laughs> when people ask me like what are the scariest books like I ever I ever heard eh, like most people expect to hear like from Stephen King or something like that but it's like it's books like that it's books like the real Dr. Fauci and uh, written by one of the Kennedys like these are the books that give me the chills but can you elaborate more on this oh so it was just one of the books i've been hearing about for a while so I was just starting to read it but it explains why black folks don't trust medical health health all that why we have a disdain a dislike a skepticism of the medical system because you see the origins of it. We were the guinea pigs for pretty much everything. Yeah. So when you come to find out, and we, we talk about this epigenetics where things that happen to our ancestors get passed through our DNA over the generations. They're saying that is a real thing. And so that would explain certain things why you just get a certain unease. I know it's been a it's been a journey for me to get the metal for things unless it's free. because of yeah. you don't trust doctors because the times I am talking to doctors and sharing my pain like what's wrong they act like they don't believe me or the pain is not as bad when I'm actually the one feeling this and I deal with it all the time when I go to the doctor they're like oh I'm just like, like this. <laughs> I have that sixth sense that yo they can you can come out worse than when you came in. So you go in for something, get blunt drawn for whatever, and then... I don't know. Life limber eyesight. Right? And if I can't... I'm saying if I can't stitch up <laughs> or wound myself... Yo, real talk. Like, um... I told you, like, I got in a fight and got jumped in, in Brooklyn. And then I was slashed open and I didn't want to go to the ER. So I'm in CVS, like, do 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 butterflies of blood leaking down my face. And so my, my roommate, she, 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 she did the liquid stitch for me, man. And yeah. Like, she saved me. I did not want to go. That's how stubborn I was, because I had that stigma not to go and to, I don't want to go to that system. Like, yeah, it's crazy, like, like I said, just the first, I only read the first chapter. I've been kind of picking it at it. It's a very long book, but it is really intense. And it's a couple of things I wanted to point out. How they won't let, well, how 
how black women experience childbirth and how they're dealt mainly childbirth i'll highlight that how their pain is ignored a lot of the time right and that's why they die and have higher mortality rates etc cetera, etc cetera. <laughs> just just to the fact also that even this goes across from women in general they can't get their tubes tied until a certain age or a certain this or a certain that when it's their body their choice that goes to the whole sovereignty of yourself like that's what's what's what is up with that like i don't know because like i i get when you're really young like maybe say you had a kid at 16 18 and you chose you had the kid your first kid but you don't want anymore I can kind of see them like, all right, you're still a little too young to really grasp. You know, at, when you hit about 25, then revisit this. After that, that's fine. But at the same time, you have mismanagement of women. I'm not blaming them completely. I'm not going to blame it. It takes two to make a kid. But I'm saying mm-hmm. if they choose to have multiple kids, when they try to combat you know, not having more kids. Granted, you do have a bunch of different types of birth control. I'm just throwing all this out there. But just the fact that even if that woman at 18 said, hey, I want my tubes tied. I just had a kid. Because I think it's reversible if I remember correctly, too. Same thing for guys. Um, vasectomies, I think, are reversible. They can be reversible. Um, uh, can it? I think I've heard that. So, not sure, but I think I've and make sure y'all Google all this. This is just coming off the dome. You know, speculation, uh, thought experiments, disclaimers, we're throwing all that out there. Um, the other thing I was going to bring up, I can't even remember now, but yeah, this book is just, oh, this is a thing. So if you want to know a perfect illustration in pop culture, what this book is related to, look at the movie Get Out. It's a perfect example of what this book talks about. If you watch the movie Get Out, you'll understand. I had a fight with an ex that was in a medical profession that was non-black, and we were fighting about this. And I was like, no, there's a dark history of medical experimentation to how black folks are treated in the hospital. I was like, oh, she's like, I've never seen that. It's real. We wouldn't have books. We wouldn't be skeptical of going to the doctor if it wasn't real. So, but black folks go to the doctor. <laughs> Still important to get the checkups. Why? I give you another last example. So my grandpa, he survived prostate cancer like a few years back. He caught it early. Um. So I said, well, after that, I think last year I started getting my prostate checked. Right, even though we don't have to worry about it till like we're 50, but we're black men, it's a little different for us. Um, so I remember fighting for that prostate test with my doctor, and I was like, Just give me the damn test, I'm asking for it. It's my body, my health. Like, what is the big deal? Because it's not in the age range. I was like, My grandpa survived it, why not? That's in my blood, so why not get ahead of it? So this year, when I did my last checkup. I didn't have that issue, but the first year I did it, it was a big, big issue. Like we were literally about to, yell, I was about to start yelling up at them. Man. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like it's my life. So yeah, and 
even with my mental health too going back to therapy I, I've talked to you about this I think I mentioned this on the other pod even I, when I'm explaining I took a hiatus because of life stuff I've been moving school all this stuff going on so I had to get a more regular schedule treatment coordinator was even like oh well you need to come in and talk with me before you go back to your therapist I'm like for what like I just need to go back to my therapist I'm just giving you all a heads up because I ain't paying for it so I, I mean I am tax money, but I'm not paying for it out of the money I earn so just to throw that out there America vets pay taxes too so just so you know while we're so while we serve and when we get out we pay taxes yeah, right so, exactly. um, so yeah, even that, and that's a part of health, mental health. And I remember fighting with this dude. I'm like, dude, like, I got my therapist. He's cool. I'm going back to him. I'm just giving y'all the heads up. So I'm like, and I told my therapist, he's like, I'll handle it on my side. Don't worry about it. So I just started scheduling my appointments. So yeah, that's my rant with uh, dealing with healthcare as a black male it's necessary but you can't neglect it yeah um you want to talk about Mario's reply to what we were talking about last week and I read the email and it was a lot of like biblical blah, 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 and I was like boop, 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 boop. so I was like okay it was really the first part where it was talking about <laughs> but uh I don't have Hold on, I, I got it up. up. I pulled it up. Okay, okay. so um, we talked about the question of you asked me what could be done if what is prophesized to happen happens, and I said, well, we would have to come together like independently. All the countries, everybody got to come together to fight so-called the enemy, I guess. <laughs> My question to you is, do you really think the nations are arming up? to fight each other and he wrote I think God will judge the Assyrian and rescue the remnant of Israel you want me to read that first passage that's what you're talking about um how, how long is it but I can no, read the was, first one was, uh yeah why not read the first one and then um you can let's dissect it a bit okay so let's uh, is, was it wherefore it shall come to pass that when the Lord hath performed his whole work upon Mount Zion and on Jerusalem I will punish the fruit of the stout heart of king of Assyria and the glory of his high looks for he be safe I think that's right by the strength of my hand I have done it and by my wisdom for I am prudent and I have re removed the bounds of the people and have robbed their treasures I, and I have put down the inhabitants like a valiant man and my hand hath found as a nest the riches of the people and as one gathereth eggs that are left have I gathered all the earth and there was none that moved the wing or opened the mouth or peeped Isaiah was it uh book what 10 verse 12 through 14 i forgot how that kind of breaks down that's a lot to uh that is a lot of thoughts <laughs> kind of long but like i know one of the things he was saying it was like as far as how uh 
like Israel is was part of that. Mm-hmm. And we, we discuss how like Israel is making a lot of friends and, and mm-hmm. with China and whatnot, but like I guess prophecy says that everyone turns their back on Israel. Mm-hmm. Like, and I could see all of those their little alliance in there they could they could do that. But then I, I don't know. There's there's a lot to uh, yeah. There's a lot. Like, like, I read it. I was like, hmm. but like, um, I'm trying to think how how to reply back on to that from an Independence Day perspective. I don't know, man, because we're seeing the the UFOs like in the real like, and this is in the headlines. <laughs> Like they don't know what these flying things are, and they—they're not exactly like preaching, and and and, and, and so they—they they came in. We have to deal with them hostily until you know what the heck you're dealing with. Like if they're hostile, we would deal with them. Deal yeah. with whatever the heck it is hostily until you. You, you know what it is. For all we know, it could be foreign adversaries and whatnot. Um, I just always wonder what that would be like. That'd be an interesting time. But it's always, huh? I mean, it's it's now, <laughs> man. There's a lot of parties. Both parties are saying they don't know what the heck is uh is going on with. With what's in the sky right now they're not hostile but if they were then it's like you would have to do your best to defend it but the real question <sighs> we said like or, or at least it was proposed like I would not assume it was I just wouldn't assume it was Jesus I just unless I have like full confirmation, or I mean, I wouldn't even know how to be discussed. We wouldn't know how to, how to do that. Yeah, how do you know? Man? And so it's just like again, we have to deal with it as a. <laughs> I I really don't know how to say, it, but um, it's a foreign threat, I guess. Yeah, that. It's yeah, unprecedented know, to, to consider, a... but yeah. right now, and, and because the stage is really set for it, like look around, the world is just like, oh, everyone's getting ready to like literally use news, and then this is just how the stage seems like it's set, and then you have some some imminent event in the heavens. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, look at that! Like, let's have world peace because or some I don't know. But um, we'll we'll see how it how it all unfold, unfolds then. And yeah, I, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I did watch. Uh, I was gonna throw this. Uh, I guess this would be kind of tied to pop culture, and it's kind of related to what we're talking to. I did watch 60 Minutes and caught like the president's wife of Ukraine talking. Say that again. The president's wife 
of Ukraine talking. Like, they did a sit-down interview with her. And what was she speaking about? Just talking about what they've been going through, whatever. And it, it was, I will be honest and say, watching that interview kind of humanized what's going on in Ukraine, in a way, because it's the president's wife. So, even though she's she's still suffering too. Like, maybe not like the people on the ground, right? Like knowing that she's supporting her husband and they're in conflict right now. Like it was, it was just a very human element to watching that interview. But then, towards the end, of the interviewer started showing like all the support that the Ukraine has from America, and that kind of burned me up because I'm like, yo, we got people in Jackson, Mississippi, that need clean running water, Clint, all these other places. That money could have been going to that. We could have been already working working on that. We just it's funny you should mention that because I was going to come with a long rant entitled F Ukraine and list all the reasons why and then I was like no it's unprofessional and I didn't want to say it. Apparently so much but yeah I agree and yeah you're humanized all that good stuff but um, you're not part of NATO and becoming part of NATO probably triggered World War III. So it's like, play your position and negotiate with Russia. Let, the, let us handle our problems, and then you you handle yours. Like, because quite frankly, yes, you can come on and, and cry and battle all the she wants. Like, American families come first. And yeah. like, you can talk about Flint, you talk about Mississippi, you can say about that about any, any uh, nation across any city across America, you can say that they need a little more help. They need a little more help. And so it's like, you know, what was it? The domino effect that had everybody riled up. That was their reasoning for wanting to defend the world, you know, in uh, World War II, whatnot. What is in it for American families who are paying, like, who are suffering right now. What, what, what she got to tell them? Yeah. Also, do you think, right, America is starting to become, they're starting to become more isolationist in a sense? Well, I would say maybe the American people in a sense, maybe a faction are like, eh, nah, we're good on that. I don't think so. All right. Know? Like I'm saying, um, I'm driving down. Uh, I'm driving, uh, you know, through Pennsylvania, and I'm seeing Ukraine flags. So it's like, no, I don't think people are isolationists. It's like <laughs> whatever is trendy, they will support. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Damn. <laughs> How about, how about we uh, hashtag end poverty, end American poverty? How about we hashtag that? Cool. Now that that's done, support who you wish. Like, kiss the world's butt for all I care. Take care of end poverty here first. And then let's yes. talk. I agree. Um, and like you talk, you and I talk about this. We've got the solutions for pretty much everything that's ill in America, and these motherfuckers just won't just enact it. Like, we have the solution. That, 
that's the craziest part about it. That's why we get so frustrated upgrade America because we're coming up with more solutions or they know the solutions from what we say. They enact some because we've been seeing that, but at the same time, it's like... Well, you know the, the, the solution we need to come up with next? What? <laughs> it's getting the politicians to enforce our policy. That's what we need to figure out how to do that. As soon as we figure out, okay, yo, we told y'all how to do it. Now we need to inspire and encourage some people to get out and do it. I lightweight think that our mission is under success as we see more radical candidates emerging and, and pushing similar policies that, that we do. So, you know, that's the next challenge is getting more people. They don't want to elect me for president? Fine. Find someone among your peers who really represents your interest, American people, and put them in office. And it's as simple as that. Quit bitching to me and get the get the work done. Like you know what to do. Lay the blueprint out for you. Like get it done. They want if they want equality and democracy, online voting, baby. That's that's the most democracy online voting but moreover it's it's gonna take if you're it's the best, best way to say it. a politician that does not represent the people is not going to produce policy that that uplifts you so you need to elect a real person Someone that represents you, someone that knows, someone you know that can't be bought or rented, and they get up in there and do what they gotta do because you you you, you see politicians in office right now in the position to limit, if not stop, insider trading and corruption, but they won't do that. They're not going to do that. So it's like. Asking a lawmaker to shoot himself in the foot, and um, the the quite frankly, I, I think the people in office like their political feet too much to uh, <laughs> take shots at it with policy. Yeah. But the next step is getting people to to run, however small position in office, get a little bit of power. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's like we said, it's lobby or nothing. Besides school council stuff like that, where you can run and get in. Other than that, it's lobbying, to be honest. So then, perhaps that's something we need to do an exercise on how to form lobbies, how they're run, how they're governed, things of that nature, and then run run it back by Bitcoin. I don't know some sort of blockchain where you have transparency. But like the days of just sitting oh sitting on your couch. Waiting every four years, every two years, every uh, couple of years, and then just taking whatever you think is uh, this one might be better. This, those those years are done. We did that, and you see the results. We're on the brink of losing the sanctity, our sovereignty over our our, our bodies, and, and maybe even our souls, as they dare to infringe upon religious rights. Oh, and I'm that affirmative action. Their Supreme Court is talking about that too. Everything is changing, and there is no good old days. The good old days are gone, and it's it's a map. 
pinch those times too. You can't just sit down. Doing nothing is doing something, and that something is letting the opposition win. Like it's so polarized. I don't know what to say. To encourage people to be a third party, it's almost a waste of energy. Is it, or is it better to infiltrate a, uh, like we said said before, yeah, a, a popular party, but whom? Because there are all these candidates seem to be. Well, can't say too much. I still have a PayPal account. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, I think that's it, man. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. You know, we changed it up. The time stamp energy is a little bit different, but you know,、uh, overall, I think it's, it's still great. But、uh, appreciate you all tuning in, and、uh, catch you on the next one. Peace.